Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. It's uh, been in big news week, uh, especially with uh, all the L's Joe Biden has been taking with the Supreme Court rulings. Uh, we've been talking about locally a lot of the crime here in Indianapolis. One of the stories that's been going under the radar uh, is this report that the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security ignored vital information regarding January 6th information that could have prevented the violence. We're going to bring on law enforcement veteran Michael Letts here on the drivehubler.com hotline. Michael, how are you? Doing great. Always a privilege to be on your show. Appreciate so much what y'all are doing to uh, restore justice back in America once again. Yeah, Michael, so, I mean, we'll just, we'll dive right in here. Had the FBI and the DHS acted more on the information that was given to them, could the U.S. Capitol riots how could they have been a lot more peaceful than what it ended up being well there's no question i think it actually points to a little deeper perspective it points to the fact that the uh speaker uh missed close at the time and various components knew good and well what was transpiring and uh had an active role in making sure it was done and why would we make that statement you look at the intel that the fbi had and a fragment for a fraction of it was true. They would have reasonably raised red flags and would have put in the proper security measures to make sure that the issue was contained and controlled. They would have never arrived at that point. But you see, here's the problem. The FBI and the DOJ and Homeland Security have now lost their trust with the American people. We've caught them red-handed lying uh, on numerous occasions. And, of course, it's not just the lies that are making this such a... Uh, concerning effort. It's the fact that they are knowingly committing felonies and not being held accountable. What do we mean by that? Well, the FBI, you know, with the uh, Russia gate, the information that was received in the Durham report, proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that the troubling aspect is the information, the accusations initially made by the DNC and Hillary Clinton, of course, had to be vetted. I mean, that's just standard procedure. And it was vetted, but when it came back that it could be, was unsubstantiated and then even begin to come back further that it was actually false, rather than do what they were required by law to do, which would have been to put it in the T file, the trash file, and move on, is they actually took that information and went to a FISA court and lied and told them that it was accurate and vetted and true. That's obstruction of justice. That's a felony. When you have your chief law enforcement officer, which is the U.S. Attorney General of Garland, who testifies before Congress that uh, he has not in any way, nor will he in any way interfere with any investigations, political, i.e. the Bidens. Then you find whistleblowers that are saying not only did he intervene, interfere, but he actually ordered that they not produce additional evidence. You see, here's where Garland is trying to make words. He's trying to say, I never challenged the authority of the U.S. attorney to bring about any prosecutions problem is you can't bring a broader prosecution without evidence. What he did do is he interfered with the evidence gathering. 
How did he do that? Anytime the IRS, FBI, or any of the other agents were to ask any questions outside of Hunter Biden, they automatically rooted off limits. Right. Right. So you can't build a case and produce, proceed with convictions if you can't have the evidence to substantiate them. And the Attorney General did intervene, and that is obstruction of justice. That is lying to Congress. Those are both felonies. So when your top law enforcement agencies commit felonies, now you look further down the line. Now you have a report that they did not provide the intelligence for January the 6th. You see how many people they've arrested without due cause or probable cause. Why do you think that is, Michael? Like, let me jump in here real quick. Michael, Jason Hammer here. Why do you think that is? Because it's easy, I think, for a lot of people to say, well, this Department of Justice, these feds, they're just in the tank for the left. They're in the tank for Joe Biden right now. You've got 30 years of law experience at your disposal here. Tell us why do you think a lot of this information was ignored? Well, quite frankly, it is not a happenstance. This has been planned for decades. He doesn't just deal with the Biden administration. That's what I want your listeners to understand. Why are they so desperately trying to cover it up? Because, of course, what you see now with Biden is it points to the Obama administration and it points to the Clinton administration. This has been, they have put their people in. When I say their people, what do I mean by that? People that believe in the same ideology, socialism, for years in top key positions. And they have brought on uh, positions that are not political appointments. So they've been there. The top of the, the top echelons of these agencies has been liberal for quite some time, and now that they've committed various oversights and crimes, they don't want it to be exposed. So they're willing to do whatever is necessary to discredit any conservative causes or anybody that's trying to bring this information to light, including any us, anybody, anybody that's willing to speak out against it, any radio station that's willing to carry it. They do not like to have their uh, erroneous ways exposed. And it was done for nefarious reasons. We all know that. And it's coming to light. They can't hide it anymore. And they're in deep trouble now. And you l- listed off a, just a litany of egregious uh, offenses that, that, I mean, to me, the whole Russiagate thing and, you know, James Comey, then director of the FBI, knowing that uh, the Steele dossier was fake and not telling his underlings. Uh, Biden knew. Obama knew. Everybody knew it was fake. They went along with this anyway. And it just it destroys the faith in the, in the very people that, you know, were paid to protect. So what what do you think needs to happen now to the FBI? I mean, I'm hearing people talk about the complete dismantling of the FBI or removal of the FBI director. Do do, do charges need to be filed? What happens next? I think all the above. Uh, Well, let's work our way backwards. First of all, you know, those that committed these crimes. You see, here's what I want your listeners to understand. We're not talking about, well, the uh, ideology of conservative versus liberalism. You just don't like my ideology. We're talking about the top ages having committed felonies herself, that cannot stand. You cannot have a law enforcement agency that is corrupt. It just doesn't work with the two-tier justice system. So those that have committed the crimes have to be held accountable. And then agencies that went along with it, everybody that went along with it has to be held accountable. We have to use the purse strings. But I think the biggest thing that we've come to now, I know nobody wants to hear this, is when your top law enforcement agencies 
refuse to cooperate and are part of felonious activities, who goes, who's over them? The only people left are the military tribunal. We have to bring in a military tribunal now to bring these people to justice because I promise you the Department of Justice and the FBI are not going to investigate themselves. Nor are they going to prosecute themselves. Scary stuff right there from uh, law enforcement vet Michael Letts. Tell me about uh, Invest USA. You you've been providing bulletproof vests to police officers through through various charitable groups and sponsorships now for years. Tell us about this organization. Well, the biggest thing we're doing now is making sure we have active shooter vests for all of our officers across the country, and then ninety percent of them do not have. This is the newest technology because you know a concealable vest that you've seen them wear under their shirts will only stop a sidearm, not an assault rifle, a long range rifle. And that's what our drug cartels and other people are utilizing nowadays. You try to destroy our law enforcement. So we've had to make sure they all get active shooter vests. We've got a massive task in front of us. But why are we involved with things you and I just talked about? Because if America, I can give you all the protection you need, but if America doesn't respect this law enforcement anymore, it's a lost cause. And they're questioning whether they should respect it now based on what they're seeing. When they see people committing crimes in the FBI, DOJ, to them, a badge is a badge. You know, it's a broad stroke for everybody. And that's why we have to take such a firm stance about rooting out corruption and dealing with it the same as anybody else would. And where can people find out more details about uh, Invest USA? They go to our website. That's www.investusa.org. It's a charity.org. All these commentaries, a list of things they can do. Let me kind of wind up by saying, Tell our first responder today, wave to him, smile him. If you see him in a line at a restaurant, say thank you for your willingness to put your life on the line to protect us. The morale is in the tanker right now across the country. We need to do something to turn that around. Michael Letts, law enforcement veteran, thank you for your service and what you do, sir. Have a great Fourth of July weekend. We'll talk to you soon. You do the same. God bless you. God bless America. Okay, coming up next, uh, we move to international affairs. What went down with Russia and Ukraine, the armed rebellion, the uprising with the Wagner Group? Worst coup ever. <laughs> Worst coup attempt ever. Uh, we'll tell you all you need to know from one of our favorite guests, Francis Martel from uh, Breitbart. She's the world editor. That's next after the news, 93 WIBC.